0: Hey now, Mike Durband here. I just want to take a minute to let all my listeners know about this awesome new podcast that Joe Feeney told me about. It's called the Ruck Up Podcast. That's R-U-C-K-U-P podcast at ruckupmedia.com. Ruck Up Podcast is geared towards military, law enforcement, security professionals, and outdoor enthusiasts from all around the world. The show is full of interesting interviews with some fantastic people who perform some of the most dangerous jobs out there, and they find out what makes us all tick. Ruck Up Podcast also helps support vets through DV Radio and Child Rescue Initiative to help children around the world escape slavery. The goal of the show is to educate the masses on safety and protection. Now, I know I've got some outdoor enthusiasts listening to my show, like Big Josh Hinkle and Andrew Knoll. And there's some law enforcement out there like my friend Alex Hernandez and security professionals like the great Jay Baca. Guys, this show is right up your alley. You'll learn a lot and you'll be entertained. So check out the Ruck Up podcast at RuckUpMedia.com or just search Ruck Up podcast on any of your podcast apps, including Podbean and SoundCloud. They're all over social media on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and more. One more time, that's Ruckup Podcast at Ruckup Media or Ruckup Podcast in any of your podcast apps.
1: The next is from Mike Durbin. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait one second. All right. <clears throat> okay. Wait a minute. Let me. you're gonna love this. Mike Durbin, I'm going to actually, I have to pop for this. You know what he did? What? <laughs> I blocked him, right? <laughs> right. So you know how on Facebook I talk in Spanish usually? Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah. He asked me to unblock him in Spanish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shh. I, that knows. popped me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Much later she was wearing
0: Welcome to the Mike Durban Show, episode number 41. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Conan, for unblocking me on Twitter. I got two great guests this week. First up is a young man named Austin C Towsley. I saw him on Twitter. He's an AEW fan. He loves the Elite, Cody Rhodes, the Bucks, all those guys. And he's been wearing their t shirts now for almost 400 days. He's very dedicated, so uh, I'm going to do a quick little interview with him. And returning to the show is Jay Baca. Jay's been on the show before. We talked about his favorite band, Rush. He loves Rush. And sadly, we lost the drummer of Rush, Neil Peart, a few weeks ago. So Jay's going to talk about what Neil means to him. I want to thank Jay for buying, uh, I think it's his fourth or fifth Mike Durban Show t-shirt during the last sale that Pro Wrestling Tees had. You can get one for yourself at slash Mike Durband. Thank you, Jay, for supporting the show, man. Appreciate it. Please follow Jay on Twitter at Tweets of J Baca, B-A-C-A. And also follow Austin. He's on Twitter at scope underscore four. I want to thank my sponsors this week, the Ruck Up Podcast and Blue Chew. Please support them. And also, I want to thank Joe Feeney and the Creative Control Network. Please follow Creative Control on Twitter at the Network one Listen, we got big announcements this week for Creative Control. Not only are there the great shows like It's Husey Hello, The Freaking Hambone Show, What's Your Favorite, From the Bedroom to the Booth. We also have major names from the wrestling industry like Road Warrior Animal, Shane Hurricane Helms. And now, starting this week on Creative Control, the legendary Vampiro. I can't wait to hear that show. He was great on Yuzi's show a few weeks ago and also on Keep It 100. So Vampiro's awesome. Welcome to the Creative Control, man. The song you're hearing right now is called Alexa Bliss, and it's by the band Bowling for Soup. If you haven't seen the video, which uh, it debuted this week, check it out on YouTube. All right, let's get to my interview with Austin Seascope. But before that, some words for my sponsors. Uh, So the other day. I was on Twitter and probably it was, it was Kevin Bixson sat and Gil retweeted this picture of a young wrestling fan and he said he was on like day 367 of wearing all elite t-shirts and his name is Austin C. Scope Towsley. Austin, now you're on the Mike Durban show. Welcome. How's it going? Good. Is this day 370 officially?
2: yep
0: wow by my calculations that's over a year right yep how did you come up with this great idea to show the world your fandom
2: so it kind of started before all elite wrestling was even announced back before all in so um me and my dad are huge flip gordon fans uh-huh. and they were doing the whole book flip storyline with him trying to get but for all in so like three months before all in I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wear I'm gonna get a couple book flip shirts and I'm gonna wear one every day up until all in and tweet it to Cody and Flip. And so it did that and then we went to Starcast and All In and ah. Cody recognized me from it. And so it's like okay, that's pretty cool. And then when they announced all AEW, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna wear an elite shirt every day up until double or nothing and tweeted to cody and the bucks and then they recognized me there and so i just kind of kept going after that and cody and the bucks ended up following me and yeah it's just been pretty cool overall
0: wow they follow you
2: yeah well you know the bucks deleted their twitter but they did
0: (laughs) wow you say your dad is a wrestling fan so that means you must have grown up with wrestling since you were a little kid right
2: Yeah, I started watching in, like, 2009 when I was seven.
0: Okay, so what's, like, your earliest memories?
2: Uh, The first match that I can remember watching was Cena vs. Big Show on a random Raw right after WrestleMania 25. And then after that, the first match I remember was actually Cody and Batista in a steel cage match on Raw.
0: So have you been a Cody fan for that long?
2: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. even back. When him, Orton, and DiBiase were legacy, I was a huge Cody fan and have been ever since.
0: Nice. So, is, is Cody your favorite? How does the order go?
2: Uh, Cody's fourth. So, he's favorite currently. So, it goes Cena, Shawn Michaels, Jeff Hardy, Cody, CM Punk.
0: Oh, so, so you like WWE. You're not just strictly AEW.
2: You know, I'm not as big of a WWE fan now. The main reason I still watch Raw and SmackDown is for when new figures come out, so I know like the attires and stuff, but yeah. I don't really pay that much attention. I pretty much just have it on as background noise.
0: Yeah. So how many All Elite t-shirts do you have right now?
2: Uh, like 25, 30, something like that.
0: Wow. That's um, a lot.
2: Yeah. Do
0: you get them at Hot Topic, or do you order them from the Pro Wrestling Tees store?
2: I order them off Pro Wrestling Tees, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you said you were at the first StarCast and you were at All In. Did you make the trek downtown to the Pro Wrestling Tees store in Chicago?
2: Uh, Yeah, we went down there for the CM Punk signing that weekend. And then we had to rush back to StarCast to do the uh, pause signing with Cody, Brandy, and Farrow. And so we ended up not actually going into the store, but we were down there for the Punk signing. So you went to All In. Did you go to Double or Nothing? Yeah, we went to Double or Nothing, All Out, and Full Gear this year.
0: Wow. How long do you plan on continuing this streak for?
2: You know, I don't really know. It's kind of open-ended at this point because next month I'm moving down to Atlanta to start training at the power factory with QT and Glacier. And so I don't know how long I'm going to continue because at some point I'll probably have to kind of stop it to promote like my independent career and stuff once that gets going. Yeah. But, For the foreseeable future, I'm gonna keep going with
0: it. Wow! So you're training. You're gonna train to be a pro wrestler. Yeah. That's awesome, man! Congratulations. How how big are you? What's what size are you?
2: I'm about six foot, 160 pounds right now.
0: Oh, so you're gonna be taller than most of these AEW guys.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I, you know, when I saw them on the cruise and at the starcast and stuff, they're all about five six, five seven, five eight. You know, so you're gonna tower over these guys, man. How old are you? 18. Wow, so you you made that decision. you're gonna go that's that's good, man. I wish you all the luck. Thank you. That's great, man. Yeah, eighteen and you're you got your uh, you know what you want to do, man. That's beautiful. Do you listen to any wrestling podcasts?
2: Not a whole lot. I listen to Jericho's and tazs here and there, but that's only if the guests really interest me or something. like I listened to Jericho's with Darby's this week because I'm a huge Darby fan,
0: yeah. Do you ever listen to Keep it at 100 with Conan?
2: Uh, no, I don't.
0: No. Do you know who Conan is? Yeah. Do you know you go back to the to the Monday Night Wars? You ever go back and watch those old episodes?
2: Oh yeah, I love watching that classic stuff.
0: Yeah. What do you think of Vince Russo?
2: <sighs> you know, he did some inter we'll just leave it at interesting stuff back then. Not yeah. I won't call it good, but it was definitely memorable. And now I'm not big on him just because of some of the stuff he says, like claiming that AEW and WWE are working together and stuff like that, you know?
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous, right? Yeah. Yeah, come on. He's crazy. Uh, One final question for you, Austin. Would you ever wear a Disco Inferno t-shirt?
2: Probably no. From watching old WCW, I'm not a fan. Plus, you know, he's not in All Elite, so I can't. <laughs>
0: Have you ever seen any of his matches?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 The whole disco gimmick, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. How do you think uh, the Disco Inferno would fit in in this modern era?
2: I don't feel he would fit in that well because, you know, with the whole disco gimmick, simply because a lot of the really popular wrestlers like Moxley, Cody, Darby, they're who they are in the ring is more based on who they are in real life.
0: And in real life, the Disco Inferno, he's just a, um, he's a strip club bouncer. Now, did you know that? No,
2: I did not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you ever go to Las Vegas again, like if they do uh double for nothing again in Las Vegas, if you go to Sapphire's gentlemen's club, you can go there and you can meet the Disco Inferno. He is working there.
1: Oh, Wow. <laughs>
0: All right, Austin, man. I wish you great success on your uh, career in the wrestling business. Uh, wrestling. Where can we follow you on, on social media?
2: Uh, on Twitter, it's at scope underscore four, and then all my other social media is in the bio on there.
0: Okay, so you got an Instagram and a Snapchat too, right? Yep. All right, Austin, I want to thank you for coming on the Mike Durbin Show. I want to congratulate you on your, uh, your being accepted into that power factory and on your – 370 days of wearing all elite t-shirts i know those guys appreciate your support and uh austin thank you for being on the show man
2: yep. thanks for having me on
3: this episode is sponsored by blue chew guys do you remember the days when you were always ready to go now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up Go to BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And best of all, no more awkwardness. Right now, there's a special deal for the listeners of the Mike Durban show. Just go over to bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com and get your first shipment absolutely free when you use our special promo code Durban D-U-R-B-A-N-D. Just pay five dollars shipping. Again, that's B L U E promo code Durban to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Mike Durban Show.
0: I would love to welcome back to the show. This guy's been on a couple times, and uh, we did a Rush top four back when I was on the Realm Network. So, but unfortunately, we couldn't use any music on that network. Mm. Uh, yeah, mm. we talked about Rush. We talked about our favorite songs, but we, we didn't get to hear them. So, uh, you'll, get yeah. hear on, you'll get to hear them. You'll get to hear them on this one. Creative control. I have full creative control on this network. Yeah, unfortunately. Speaking of Rush, uh, January tenth, twenty twenty, we lost the great, legendary, groundbreaking drummer, uh, Neil Peart. Neil passed away, and he had um, what did he have? Ca- brain cancer.
1: Yeah, man, he had brain brain cancer not that wild.
0: Yeah, and I didn't even know about it. Like, I don't think many people did. It wasn't widely known. They kept it kind of uh, kind of a secret, right?
1: Yeah, very hush-hush, you know. Yeah. Neil was definitely the most private of, a, of the three. Yep, like yep. The guy, the guy didn't even do meet and greets with fans, so that gets you. Yeah. <laughs> Gives you a bit stuff. of an idea of like, how private he was.
0: Yeah, so where were you when you got the unfortunate news?
1: Oh, God, I think I might have been at work, because I, I, I work overnight, right? Yeah. So everything happens during the day, I miss it, because I'm asleep. Yep. So when I wake up and I get on Twitter, I usually get on Twitter when I'm at work, when I'm doing nothing, mm-hmm. and I think that's when I saw it. Uh, I was bummed out the rest of the night at work, and yeah, yeah, and it was it was rough, really rough, because I was always, I was hoping for that one last rush run, you know? Yeah. But fortunately we're never that's ever gonna
0: happen. Yeah. Um. Tell me about some of your favorite, not your favorite Rush songs, but your favorite Neil performances. What songs do you think that his drums really shine, Tom?
1: Well, certainly, even though it is, you know, we've all heard it a million times, Tom Sawyer. like limelight is one but also but maybe above the mall yyz i know that was on i remember that being
0: like yeah that's on my list yes. of top 4 rush songs and i think it was number 2 yeah it's that's a fucking killer instrumental song it's it's amazing man mm-hmm. yeah you know what i'm going to smarten everybody up there's a youtube channel called digital split uh mm. check it out yeah search it in youtube uh, subscribe to the channel I don't know who this guy is, but he gets the tracks from like hundreds of songs. He'll get like the the drums, just the drum track, just the bass track, just the guitar track, just the vocals. And then he'll have like the extras track and then he'll have um, instrumentals of of the song and all these various versions. I don't know how he gets them, but I mean, it's songs from the 50s on up till today. And Mm -hmm. it's just so interesting to hear these things. He's got a few Rush songs on there, he's got Tom Sawyer, he's got YYZ, he's constantly adding new songs, so there's the YYZ extras, wow, YYZ bass, oh, it's just amazing, it's so amazing to hear these things, like, separated.
1: I just thought of another low-key one, uh, Bastille Day. Have you ever heard that? No. It's about the French Revolution, if you can believe that.
0: So right now we're listening to uh, Neil's drum track on YYZ. This is just fucking amazing, man. Listen to this guy Go. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it kind of makes me believe in quote unquote gifts from God.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, even though I'm not like the most religious man in the world, I do believe in like people were born to do certain things. Yeah. And uh, Neil Peart was, was born to drum. He I mean, the greatest drummer that ever lived.
0: He wrote the lyrics too, right?
1: He was, yeah, the primary lyricist.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, man. Because not a lot of drummers. Most drummers that I know, they're idiots. <laughs> no gotcha. offense, drummers. I love you all, but um, they're not usually the brightest guys in the band. Uh, but Neil, yeah, he had some fucking amazingly introspective lyrics. And you just told me he wrote about um, he wrote about Bastille
1: Day. Bastille Day. Yes. Who
0: would Who would think to do that? You know. <laughs> Amazing man.
1: But speaking of his lyrics, man, did you did you know that there was a uh, six-issue comic book series put out based on his lyrics? No, it's called Clockwork Angels. It's very, and I know this isn't a, this isn't a word, but I'm going to use it anyway. It's very fantastical. Ah, uh-huh. good uh, if you're going to go to Iran and read uh, read some comics. I Highly recommend Clockwork Angels.
0: We got to keep his memory alive. We got to keep listening to Rush music.
1: Absolutely.
0: We got to go to Iran.
1: (laughs) Go to Iran, then Bangkok. Yeah. Did you ever see Rush live? No. You Uh, know what? I
0: um, I think it was twenty ten or eleven. I played at this festival called Summerfest. It's in Milwaukee. It's like the, I think it's the world's biggest music festival. It's like. I think mm. it's like it's like yeah it's like a month long and they have like every every night they have major names play there and uh, we played on the Harley Davidson like the the B stage like not the main you know Marcus Amphitheater but we played on the B stage uh, mm-hmm. in the in the afternoon and then Rush played that night in the um, Marcus Amphitheater and I yeah I, I regret not seeing him man I should have
1: yeah man they, they, I saw him twice. Uh, once in 07, and then the other time was in 2011. Yeah, and what a show! <laughs> it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't even an opening act. It was just just rush, just rush. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It came right out playing limelight. way to warm warm up the crowd yeah
0: all right jay i want to thank you for coming on again and uh, eulogizing neil if you could have if you could um, send him a message what would you say to him
1: oh man well well first off thank you very much for having me me back yes and if i was to say something to the great neil pert uh gosh thank you obviously thank you for sharing your talents with us um I think you were like I think you were the greatest drummer who ever lived I don't think anyone could ever touch you know come close to touching you in that department and I just will I will just treasure the music for the rest of my days so um hope you uh fly by night
0: Well, that's the show, everyone. I want to thank my guests, Austin C-Scope Towsley and Jay Baca. Please follow them on Twitter at TweetsOfJayBaca and at Scope underscore four. And please follow the Creative Control Network on Twitter at the Network one You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Durband, D U R B A N D. On Instagram, it is Mike underscore Durband underscore show. And please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Michael Durband. Once again, thank you all for listening. Bye for now.